Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts. We are live. Hi, hey, Eddie. we fixed it. Can oh, you believe Adam, it? I see what you did there, sir. Uh, Very good. I had spilled soup on YouTube, and YouTube stopped working. That's have what we, happened. Have we ever started on time? Ever? Yeah, we start we on actually, time more start often on time, than not. Yeah, pretty much all the time, actually. Listen, yeah. this isn't get good where we start 20 minutes late uh, every episode. Sometimes 30. I'm one, <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I'm one of those people that I don't like it when people are late. Yeah, but you're like late, late all the time. It's kind of a double-edged sword. <laughs> no, you ever no. notice that? <laughs> I'm not late. I'm you're, I mean, late. I'm always you're kind of late. He's early. I mean, you know, we'll, we'll just late. say we'll just agree to disagree on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, what was that expression? You're about like you're not. You're 15 minutes early is on time, or if you're on time. Yeah, if you're, you're on time, you're already late. Yeah, yeah. Earlier but on th- time, does that apply time now to the world of Zoom? Fired. Because there's nothing it worse should, than like sh- showing. No, but here's the thing: like if you show up early and you're just sitting there staring at a screen and no one's there, like what's the point? Like why? What are you early to? <laughs> well, I you know what I'm saying? Oh, like, I'm yeah, always the but first it's when one. you're sitting there staring and you can't start the meeting because you know three people haven't showed up or Paul starts yeah. the meeting and, and, and he's the only one there. It's like Jesus, Paul. It's two minutes before. Can you wait? <laughs> I hope Paul's listening to this. Paul's hi, Paul. uh, for for yeah, everyone hi, who's Paul. listening, Paul's somebody we Creed's work with. Right he's reporting it back to Paul. Yeah, he's like, "They're yes. talking shit about you on Trailer Talk, Paul." I he's feel like, like I a don't girl care. with a wedding ring. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, my, yeah you see, see that? You oh. see that? I see couch soup merch. Yeah, oh, we got some couch soup Sexy. merch. Uh, yes, yes. And available at couchsoup.com forward slash store. Get yeah. yours now. I'll get it. Yeah, no, we got some some cool stuff on there. We're we're actually testing out some products, uh, so it's 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 we're excited to launch that. It's kind of in a beta, uh, so order at your own risk. But we're uh, it it all looks like it's working. So go over there, check it out. That's fair. I, before we go any further, uh, he's been silent this whole time. No, I think he said hi. But here, Drew. we have a fr- my my longtime friend uh, of like twenty plus years from Kentucky. Uh, Chris Mills is joining us. Uh, just before Chris says anything, yay, Chris! Hey, everybody. We we were uh, we used to nerd out uh, all the time. We're like we would literally like watch Star Wars, watch Lord of the Rings, and then when any of us had like questions of like you know what, like what is going on here, we would all look. Every, the room would go silent, and then everyone would just turn and look at Chris and be like, and then Chris would like, you know, push his glasses up like like. A, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So the uh, the uh, the square root fraction of the Sumerian is you know I don't know. He would just basically nerd out. <laughs> Thank with you us. for that portrayal, Drew. Yeah. So, no. Yeah. So no. No. I just wanted to saying Chris didn't get laid till much later in life. Is that what no? You're Chris saying? actually no. That's the thing. He was so smart. He got laid before any of us because uh, <laughs> the chicks dug his super just intelligence uh, on this stuff. Uh, Thank uh, you. So for not o- not only not, not only is he amazing in Lord of the Rings, but he actually has, is actually probably smart. He's a really good lover. 
He's a great lover. Uh, so I, I don't want to like I don't want to set expectations too high. I know Chris. I, I don't want to like coin you as like the expert on all things Tolkien. Oh, we are. But I do. But 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 you know there's a, a lot lower of shit. third right now in front of you that says the eminent voice of. Lord I mean, of the he knows Rings. a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. So uh, creating it right now. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, dude, I'm excited to have you on because I, I mean, uh, I, I'm going to be honest. I, I know some of you haven't watched this trailer yet, but I watched it the other day and I, I left with more questions than answers uh, of, of like what the fuck is going on in this thing. So uh, I'm excited to kind of get some of those questions. I'm excited Chris is on because I actually believe you now when you say you have a friend. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Chris I is like, a the rest of you all the time. Mm-hmm. And and like, I, will I have Chris- friends, you know, they're in college. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they live in Canada. I have friends. They live. Yeah, they're in Canada. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I know. Well, I'll send Chris money after this, and uh, well, that transaction. <laughs> yeah, will be I done. thought so. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> yeah. Paid actually for sure. Cut to the after clip going. Chris is just so Drew. What's your last name again? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who do I make this out to? Drew and uh, I go way back. It, it is Drew, right? Is it Andrew? Right. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, wait. Drew-Sophie. Is your real name Andrew? No. No. It's true. Just, it's just, just true. Okay. Shoot. Yeah. You've been lying to me all of these all of this time. Uh, if he if you're Nolan, it's Drusive J. Drusifine. Drusifine. Yeah, that's right. That's right. All right, so we're gonna watch Star Wars. Let's get her up. Let's go. No, no, no! God damn it! God damn it! Uh, we brief him every time. What do, I'm gonna actually, I'm gonna throw it to Chris. Chris, give us the like the logline for this show. Like, what is going on? Like, what is the Rings of Power? Why why does it exist? And what is it, what is it about? Uh, so um, we, we so you've seen the Lord of the Rings movie, but presumably, and you know that uh, in the prologue it tells that Sauron made all these Rings of Power that he gifted to different races, and and then he secretly made the One Ring. So this is basically telling the story and all of the tertiary events around that era when he created the Rings of Power and why and and how, how that all went down, basically. How many takes... times did you read the books? I couldn't tell you. I've read the, the, I used to read Lord of the Rings once a year. I don't really read it front to back so much anymore. I've been reading it with my wife and daughter a little bit, but uh, I tend what to, is like, it that to go to slip to? sections. And... Why, why that? Because I love Lord of the Rings. Don't get me wrong. It's my favorite uh, fantasy series. I just don't like reading high fashion. I can't take the high, high fiction. No, sorry, high fashion, high fantasy. High I can't fan. read high fantasy. I, the name, I can't keep track of the names, and there's maps I gotta oh. look at, and it yeah. just doesn't appeal to me. But watching it, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that if you if you don't like to keep track of names, definitely don't read the Silmarillion because it's the the worst, and it's it's not it's way worse than Lord of the Rings, but. I don't know. I also don't really like to read high fantasy as a rule, apart from Tolkien. I kind of feel like he really invented something, and he comes from a, uh, he came from a background as a medievalist and kind of started a tradition that other people want to emulate. And uh, I'm not saying that, th- that their work is is not good. It's just uh, I also find it not as enjoyable to. What's that to, story to where he had to rewrite some whole section of it because the moon cycle was out, or? Yeah, many th- like famously that. he described something as being by the light of the full moon and then realized when he looked at his timetable that the moon wouldn't be full to the next day, so he just rewrote the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's he awesome. Actually, He's when so he started specific. out, Christopher Tolkien, his son, uh, published the history of Middle Earth, and if you read the history of Lord of the Rings, he starts the story and he gets all the way up to Bree and then says, okay, wait a minute, this is not working, and starts all the way over again. And then he gets all the way up to Weathertop and 
says, okay, something's not right, starts it over. And you can read these iterations and see the evolution of the story as like it goes. Like first three marriages. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. What? Wait, Wait what? a second. God damn it. <laughs> I thought those Yeah, were that's right. fascinating. And then how long did it take him to write the first one? Do you know? Decades. The, yeah, the first Lord of the Rings or Hobbit? It took like forever. What, yeah, what was did. written first, The Hobbit the or Lord of the Rings? Yes, was and that, first. that quite, those questions or the answers in those questions. So in 1937, he published The Hobbit and it was a great success, but it's mainly like a chapter book for your children at bedtime. You can read a chapter yeah. every night. And then they wanted more. They asked for uh, for something else, and he tried to publish the Silmarillion. And they were like, "What are these elves and names? And what is this shit?" You know, we, were, we already have a Bible. So, what are you doing? So he, names he in the Bible. Intending to write another sequel, like a, basically a sequel to the Hobbit that was in the same sort of uh, tone and, and and lighthearted. But as he went, he realized, no, this is all part of the greater legendarium, and it became more serious. So that's why that's it took crazy. me so long. I would actually, like to have had a drink yeah. with that guy. Or right? five. Yeah. Like, yeah. just like, what would be in his head to, oh, fuck, the moon cycle is out. I'll be back in a second. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is going on? Uh, but I just, Im- like, I, like I, I want to romanticize it and think that, like, like I want to, like, imagine his book writing room where it's, like, this dark, like, cave, mm-hmm. like, hobbit hole, you know, with books around and, like, you know, I don't know. You know, you Do just want to, like. you think he was like, a cosplayer? Yeah, but it was for like Care Bears, you know. He was very much a stuffy old English professor in a lot of ways. He he yeah. even in his lifetime looked down on people having Lord of the Rings themes, wet weddings and naming their children after Lord of the Rings characters and things like that. Well so they should be looked Definitely not a cosplay. Uh, excuse me, hello. <laughs> Sorry, Chris, I had a Lord of the Rings themed wedding. <laughs> so, you did? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our were that's why like she's from still in Ireland and not hasn't been offered a job in America yet. That's it, yeah, exactly. That is the reason I'm top class nerd. <laughs> My husband's in chat here somewhere as well. So, yeah, we did. Hey, listen, I got married as Elvis, so all the power to you. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you can't I, talk. <laughs> I, got, I got married as Drew. Uh, so uh, that'll yeah, show but I of. married you. That's I don't know true. which is worse. As Elvis. <laughs> oh, that <laughs> is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a beautiful <laughs> ceremony. We just like a lot of like weird weddings. Come on, that was, <laughs> more people laughed in that wedding ceremony than any wedding wedding ceremony I ever mm-hmm. seen. <laughs> well, it's a low bar, buddy. Everybody, yeah, <laughs> joke. And then everybody was drunk for hours. That's true. <laughs> We've been like, drinking. Like, We've been drinking like he, for like. Drew was just day. holding Kristen up there. I don't even think she remembered. I think she was holding me up, mate. I think it's the other way around. All right, let's watch this trailer because I am dying to hear what Chris has to say about this. I haven't seen this trailer either. Like, I've been avoiding this trailer either. for okay, a right. while. Oh, I, I have not okay. seen it. Well, yeah, well, like, I don't even know anything about okay. it. I'm, list- I'm really excited oh, about you, this. Oh, you'll, you'll want to know. All I kept thinking was all these people they're waiting in line for now at cons. <laughs> oh, I'll, I will wait. I will stand there and No, it was all these new faces. Oh, I know. Yeah, I mean, listen, I've never been more thankful that we spend so much money on toilet paper and paper goods and everything that we buy on Amazon Prime to for them to spend so much money (laughs) to make this show possible. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, (laughs) it's sort of like, "Ah, it's all worthwhile. You know what? You know what? Kristen, go spend more money on Amazon. Is that the last trailer? Is that the last trailer? No, mate. That's like the third teaser trailer. So there's probably like is another it, final. That was a teaser. That's supposed to be a teaser. Yeah, yeah. that's teaser? supposed to be a teaser it shows trailer. Us so much. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. They don't. Amazon never. I don't know if they know how to do marketing. They. Uh, they're, uh, they're, they're, <laughs> they're. Who's going first? They're logistics. It'll be fine. <laughs> Listen, I'll jump in real quick. I just want to say, uh, a that it's 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 beautiful. Uh, yeah. You can see Gorgeous. the money yeah, being spent. Uh, yeah. it, it looks awesome. I have. 
zero idea what's going on. The trailer does a pretty, unless you really like, cause they don't really name anybody. Like I think glad your is the only person you actually like understand who that might be, but everyone else is just speaking without any sort of context of like who that person is. That might be Elrond. I have no idea. I don't know. who it, it, it is. is Elrond. Yeah. 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 I, but, but the trailer doesn't tell you that, right? Like you have to sort true. of assume. So as I, I'm just going to say like, it's, it shows off a lot of great things like it, it, like the giant statues. It's like the beautiful landscapes. It feels like Lord of the Rings. It feels like Tolkien, but I have no idea like who anybody is, what's going on. There's like a VO and they're talking about bad guys and like, they're still out there and I've seen things I have, but I have no idea what they're talking about. It's just sort of very ominous, uh, big worldly. It feels like a teaser, right? Trailer. Mm -hmm. There's not a lot of information being given here, Mm -hmm. which is cool because that gets me excited. Uh, but I have like, again, I have more questions than answers. Uh, I will be buying like all of the cosplay stuff, like the sword that, uh, Gladriel throws into the snow. I want that. Uh, I want to put it on my wall right now. I want the like model of like the ship going through like that doorway that looks dope like i kind of want like i could see like the toys already that i'm going to like spend way too much money on or like whatever they're going to sell me at a con i'm I'm already in uh but yeah uh i don't know i it it looks i'm i wasn't that excited about this i was like ah it's a tv show lord of the rings how is it going to compete with like the movies like uh peter jackson just did an incredible job like I just don't want it to feel like a TV show. You know what I'm saying? I want it to be yeah, more yeah. epic in mm-hmm. scale, but this feels pretty epic. Uh, yeah. So this, yeah, this I think makes this me want to see the show. Yeah, this chiseled yeah. away a little bit of that skepticism uh, for me uh, because I f- this feels very Game of Thrones budget. So uh, mm-hmm. which is which feels yeah, exciting. One, you know, well, Creed has uh, just uh, said can that. I jump off. Oh, sorry. I was gonna say like Creed said just regarding the budget that it's 60 million an episode. That's insane. Yeah, it's the highest budgeted series yet. Sixty million. But there's only like four episodes. I have no. I don't know. Do we even know? Is that known? What number of episodes at this point? I don't know. I don't think so. I haven't seen any. Here's Drew. So so just just to answer that, IMDb everybody's quoted as eight episodes. So it looks like it's eight episodes. Eight episodes. Quarter billion bucks. We better like it. Wow. Drew, I was worried about what you just said because it looked a little bit of that talky, head talky Game of Thrones style where I think some people are going to be like, ah, I couldn't get into it. And we'll be like, wait till the fourth episode. <laughs> like it, it had a little bit of that. I, you, I didn't see the humor that you see a lot with the hobbits and, and I didn't see the, some of the big battle scenes that you're used to seeing. Like it was a lot of one-on-one talking in dark rooms which was Game of Thrones, but the story was riveting. Mm-hmm. Yes, it had the beautiful, big, sweeping CG shots and that, mm-hmm. which, you know, I loved and got me. But ooh, if it's just going to all be Game of Thrones talky, I think people are going to be disappointed in that. Mm. That's For a trailer that th- I didn't see some of the things I'm used to. Love the look of it. I'm going to watch it. All they had to do was put the logo up. I'm going to watch it. Yeah. yeah. But when you mentioned that is it TV, I'm like, oof. They spent a lot of time just talking to each other. But if they spent 60 million an episode, <clears throat> my God. That's yeah, insane. That's, I better yeah. get some battle scenes. I better I, see some I, orc I, blades slicing through an unexpected yeah. hobbit, just slicing them right down the middle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as no, far I, as the story of the Second Age goes, there's definitely room for all of those things it's uh if you if you think about that in terms of the epic battles that are going to come even though i know you said that this feels like they're showing you a lot 
if you know what's going to happen, it really doesn't feel that way. It feels like there. Yeah, there's no conflict. It, it's it's definitely conflict. a teaser. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I have know. nobody I to root for right now. I think there's definitely going to be conflict. I think like I think we're only just getting shadows of it now. You know, and it's like they're they're flashing to Galadriel, and she's covered in mud and in some kind of um, like fire area possibly it's so cool like, you, you is know, she floating like, in the water and the fire's above is that what that shot was well I, it actually uh, looked yeah. more like she was standing I, in front of fire like, like in mordor hold on a second um with the, where the sword is going with the spear she's, is going she's through she's not she's underwater in that water. She, she that she's seeing this as a vision oh that's yeah. right yeah yeah, this, mm-hmm. yeah um yeah it's weird i i can't tell if it's underwater here. or not is that uh, not her yeah the, like in that, this, like the red flames behind her and stuff. Like, is that not? She, yeah, that's her, like right? Her. With the stick. Like, she's got like some sort of sword yeah, or something behind her. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And this is and either. And then it cuts to yeah. Um, either what she has seen in the future, right, Chris, or she, what she has seen in the past, because obviously she's one of the eldest uh, elves or beings in general. Um, so this this could be a couple things. Things I think if you look closely there, that you can tell that this is underwater. If you yeah. look up at the at the, the light that's coming off of oh, the that buildings so that are on fire up there, and you can see these, these you can see the surface of the water there. So yeah, and they had the boat scene. That's why I thought it like some big boat battle. Exactly. So mm-hmm. there are two times in the in the legendarium where the land sort of sink into the water, and and you know, one of those is in is in the uh, first age, which is probably not going to be talked about here. So most likely what we're going to see is the the destruction of the city that we're that we were just seeing mm-hmm. which city is that so in in this in the city when it's uh, when you have the ships come coming in <laughs> i knew it i think it's the, this one the, here in the this, beginning right this kind of like yeah in the beginning shot. when you it almost right, looks like it's, it's got um elements of like gondor I presume this no, is no, no, be, like, not, 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 not this one. This is this is the first stage because you, the two trees are there. They don't yeah. exist at the time of the second age. So this has got to be prolonged. So they're, okay, so wait, can, Chris, give me the timeline. Where are we in the whole timeline right. of life okay. right now? Where are we? So this, it, in this shot, we this is thousands and thousands of years. It's really difficult to even say because elves live so long. It's the elder days go back so far. This, like in the voiceover when she says before there was even a sunrise, the sun and the moon didn't exist at this point. All the light in the world came from these two trees. Oh, yes. Okay. Um, right. So, and and they, but back at that time, there were these um, angelic beings that were sort of like, Tolkien does this, this trick where he gets to have a monotheistic and a polytheistic world where you basically have the one god and then several lesser gods that come down into the world and they act sort of like those almost like the Greek gods and whatnot. They made these trees for all the people that were to come, the elves and the, and the men and whatnot that were to come. Um, but there is also one of them that turns bad, and he's like the big bad original figure that's named Morgoth, and Sauron was just a lieutenant of his. He, mm-hmm. he rose and became powerful at that time. Um, but in the Silmarillion, there were lots of battles. I could go on and on, but it's in-depth. And in the end, he Morgoth, the original bad guy, was banished and can't come back. And Sauron, in the second age, sets himself up to be the new bad guy. And that's what we're going to see here: is how does how does that happen? And that's going to be the conflict that's not really 
shown in, in the trailer. So, yeah. so you don't think we're going to see more more Morgoth? We're going to see Sar- the rise of like Sauron before he became like the Dark Lord, yeah. right? Like yeah. his rise to sort of. We might see Morgoth in a flashback. A flashback, like, okay. Yeah. Now, but, where the true where the two trees are is that a different place than Middle Earth, or is that on Middle Earth just? It's not on Middle Earth, um, okay. but it's it is on the same planet. It's just okay. uh, it, it's a little a little different because Middle Earth is properly a, a continent, basically. So it's it's on it's on the world, and then out to the west of Middle Earth, there is this island realm called Valinor, where that's where the the, the gods originally lived, and when, when the elves first were created, yeah. they moved up. They were invited to, and not all of them did, but many of them moved over there. That those are the ones that are like the the high elves that. And and that's where like at the end of Lord of the Rings you see them sailing off to right. They're sailing off to that the to, Havens, yes to that right? place yes yeah, yeah. yeah the, the front they, they sail they leave from the Grey Havens and sail saw, off to, yeah, the, yeah. to these lands where the trees were. Oh. Right. <clears throat> a tree cool. Some very knowledgeable people in the chat too. Oh, City I'm sure. Hunter yes. and the yes. hunter throwing some mm. throwing some gauntlets down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody mentioned about the Lord of uh, the lore of Game of Thrones. I didn't think the lore of Game of Thrones. It was okay, but nothing compared to this. Like the, this is the lore of lores for Lord yeah. of the Rings, right? Yeah, yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah. Can you name well, I one mean, other even show that's this well thought, like story that's this well even thought? Even George out? R. R. Martin has said like Tolkien is an inspiration. For Absolutely. What he's yeah. built. Yeah. You. Mm-hmm. It's really a, a doomed task to even set up to try to recreate this sort of thing because of just the way that he wrote it. it you know, Tolkien started writing in notebooks in World War One when he had trench fever and just never stopped he constantly built upon it over decades and decades and who writes like that you know who starts writing the lore of something that mm-hmm. you're going to publish 60 years from now he's yeah. an and alien from another language. planet like multiple languages actually <laughs> several languages yeah, several yeah. languages yeah from scratch like fully formed languages it's just i still have trouble with this insane one. What, yeah, what, uh, so, uh, stephanie what, what are you, what, do you have any like initial thoughts i mean is this something are you a lord of the rings uh fan Look at her shaking her head now. It's not Stranger Things. I've never heard of it. Oh, <laughs> yes, it's nothing but the Stranger Things in Star Wars. No, I, I mean I'm familiar with it. I I haven't seen everything in full, so uh, I'm not too familiar. You know, so I'm I'm like excited to learn today. Um, but just watching this trailer, I I thought it was beautiful, and I like how much time they took to actually. Um, put in a lot of detail like they you can tell like they worked hard like i'm looking at all this and everything looks real like it's just so beautiful and the colors (laughs) the colors is what gets me like the blues and then you go to the orange and the red and the lighting and i think it just flows really nicely and like the trailer or the teaser really allows it to like really breathe like each image i feel like um and like it reminds me too a lot of the um Mission Impossible trailer that we watched because oh, I think they're okay. both kind of like the same kind of idea and this is so much better um, like the music and the, the voiceover like really fits in and ties in nicely to all of the imagery um, so like this makes me excited to see an actual trailer trailer mm-hmm. yeah. where you get a little more context yeah. it's crazy this is television think back to Star yeah. Trek in the late 60s right yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, this looks this like a is movie. Television. Yeah, <laughs> it's unreal. Like, 
I have uh, to buy a bigger to, TV for Going this. back to what you're uh-huh, saying, true. Stephanie, like, there's a shot, I think it's at the 1 minute and 23 mark, where, like, there's a st- one of those giant statues, again, that oh, you've seen, like, uh-huh. from the from the Lord of the Rings movies. It's not the same one where the arms are outreached. I forget what their names were. Um, the Argonaths. The Argon- yeah, the, thank you, the Argonath. But, like, I remember the movie, like, when you're watching Lord of the Rings, and, like, you see, like, the statue, and then you see, like, the birds fly off the statue. Mm-hmm. There's a little bird's yeah. nest. In the, in yeah, the like, what, yeah. A, what a cool Details. fucking detail. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> but then I'm in this trailer, and I'm like, if you stop and you freeze frame on, like, the 1 minute 23 second mark, there's, like, moss or trees or something mm-hmm. growing mm-hmm. on, like, the back of his, like, like you can tell they've, they've really gone into the detail, almost to the point where I feel like this might be a model and not CG, like it looks that mm-hmm. good. You know what I'm saying? Like the Seems background, like, they like have reference for the Peter Jackson films, the mm-hmm. similar look to it. Like they, yeah. yeah. Well, that's that was gonna be my point. I guess too, because it's it seems like Peter Jackson's not involved in this at all, really. At least from mm-hmm. what I understand. Like as far I, as I know. I, yeah, I haven't heard anything come out that says he's he has involvement. But they're definitely sort of steal. I don't want to say stealing, but maybe paying homage to. This needs to sort of still be in line with what he mm-hmm. created visually for those films, right? Mm-hmm. Even in The Hobbit as well. So it's still like even the color tones and everything, mm-hmm. it feels in line with that. Like, it doesn't feel like a direct, it doesn't feel like something completely different, yeah. right? It still feels like we're in that universe, right. um, which is, I, I guess, an interesting decision. I, uh, maybe smartly so. So it doesn't, it's not so jarring. Uh, but uh, I thought it's because it was no so Jackson? long ago. It's, it's interesting what? that you, uh, when you see the statue with the arm uh, raised out, that you thought of the Argonath, because they, as it turns out, are going to be built by the same people. That the same culture makes makes these, so it's huh. by 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 fitting that in, in into the Peter Jackson films and making them look so similar, it, it seems to be working because you can look at this and not know for sure and think like, ah, oh, that reminds me of these statues, and you're exactly right. That's yeah. cool. What, what what is this place? I know I see a giant flame, a tower with a flame that it looks like he's reaching out towards. Mm-hmm. Do you know what city this is? Is this? Um, this is. I forget the name of the. It, it's it's really hard to say because it's going to yeah. be on the island of Numenor, but the, which okay. specific city it is, right? I, I, I but it's know. Numen. It's it's on yeah. Numenor. It's yeah. on the island of Numenor. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Cool. If someone says Jackson is making the. Can we just call it He's the Silma? The Silmarillion. The Silmarillion. Oh, interesting. My. Well, I don't know. I mean, I hope so. I, I would love to see a film adaptation of the Silmarillion, but my but, understanding but not, is that... Does it have a story? The, the Silmarillion rights have not been sold. Yeah, as far yeah. as I know as well, like, Silmarillion yeah. rights have, like, been very hard to acquire, and I don't know if the Tolkien estate would actually sell them at all. So, really? yeah. I don't Crow, know how... I don't, maybe he's trying. Maybe he's working on trying to get those rights. I don't know, but, uh, yeah. yeah. Crow, Crow 7 was worried that it was going to be, like, a CW show. Uh, Could you imagine the backlash? Oof, no. <laughs> they had people, yeah. like, in shitty cosplay, uh, standing around a set with some, you know, some fake uh-huh. trees and stuff. No, and I have... That, yeah, that would be mutiny. Yeah, I get well, his point, though, because it, it does feel like a very young cast, where, yeah. like, the mm-hmm. movies, you definitely, like, you have, like, you know, old, like, you know... Uh, I'm blinking on everybody's names, but uh, like they f- it felt older, right? You know, Aragorn felt like an old. You, you still had like mm-hmm. the younger hobbits, but like everyone else felt like wise and older. You had like Ian McKellen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you had these like sort right. of like right. older wizards and stuff, where everybody here that is supposed to be wise and mm. smart feels youth. You know, very young and attractive. Well, you're seeing younger versions of some characters that you know, yeah. like Galadriel and Elrond, namely. But uh, what about Gilgalad? Do, do, do you recall who's that? Who that is or no. He yeah he's he's in there. I'm not sure where. I can't recall where in the in the trailer, 
but he basically is the king of the elves in Middle Earth at this point. Is this him and here, how, right? how long can here? elves live for? Well, elves live forever. They, I mean, they, they, not for like forever, ever. They, 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 they live as long as the world exists, yeah. and their and their spirits can't leave the world. They're bound up with the fate of the world. Yeah, they're tied to the fate but of the they world. Can, but like their it. bodies do definitely age and progress, and they can even, of course, they can be killed, and their spirits can even get tired of bodily matters and just focus on spiritual things, and they leave and go to the West, and they can even be reincarnated to be just exactly like they were before. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Complicated yeah, species. Yeah, <laughs> right? definitely that. Yeah. yeah. Yes. But yeah, so, yeah. This is Gilgalad. Yeah. This is. Uh, mm-hmm. So he, we see oh, him in the okay. in the prologue to Lord of the okay. Rings it, when Kate Blanchett's doing the voiceover and you see at the last battle against Sauron. Yes. There's yeah. an elf with a big spear and he just drives it down into the into no the orbit. Yeah. yeah. That's oh, him. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. really cool. I really so he's also the king enjoy, of. Like, Oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. He's the king of the elves. No, he's he's the king of the elves currently. He's the king of the elves in Middle Earth. Yes. Yeah. In Middle Earth. Okay. Yeah. Um, but they do a lot of like stuff to call back to the original shows. Like especially this opening scene is fantastic. Like this opening, like opening on her eyes with Galadriel, because they did a lot of that in uh, the opening yeah. of the Lord of the Rings as well with yeah. the prologue to Peter Jackson's movie. And I just think the and just more to what you were saying earlier um drew regarding like how they're so similar and like taking very big inspiration from peter jackson's work i feel like it's almost expected of them and i feel like amazon know that as well amazon are like we're not just gonna make a lord of the rings rings of power um tv series we have to do it right and another point you made earlier is that you said that you expected it or it kind of looked like a model I really hope we see more of that. I really hope they incorporate models and they don't just rely heavily on yeah. CGI. Even mm-hmm. though the CGI in this has been some of the best. It's, it's probably phenomenal. better than a lot of movies out there right now. Uh, at 60 million episode, it probably should be. But um, yeah. I do hope that they mm-hmm. use some of the, the techniques that um, Peter Jackson's crew did use because that's what we all loved it for. And they went to Weta Workshop and they built the things by scratch. And uh, I, I hope that they continue with that production quality. Looking for... T- from this trailer or this teaser trailer it does look like they've done that um and it looks so heavily inspired by peter jackson's crew i also hope that they will also take heavy inspiration from behind of the scenes <laughs> behind the scenes uh that peter jackson did for his his stuff too yeah. oh my god incredible yeah yeah um yeah i mean the di- the dvds or whatever have like like 20 hours each oh, on each film or yeah. something of like behind the scenes footage it's incredible yeah. like it's uh, you could basically it's like watching a master class. Well, that's the thing. Like we watch, uh, we watch Lord of the Rings every year. We do Lord of the Rings marathon every year, um, and it's usually just the the trilogy. Sometimes we'll include like the Hobbit trilogy as well, um, the, the later ones. But it's usually just the the Lord of the Rings trilogy, and then we would do a marathon of all of the behind the scenes as well. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's so good. So, <laughs> so I'm hoping it, oh, yeah. 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 around the holidays, like when the the DVDs originally came out around Christmas time, or is that yeah, when we you do tend around to do Christmas, it? Yeah. 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 Yeah, we, we do something similar like that, too. Yeah, it's like a, it's become a holiday tradition. Yeah, yeah and yeah. It's like, uh, you know, Lord of the Rings is a Christmas movie. Technically, yeah. <laughs> fight me. I mean, technically, fight, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tell me Gandalf uh, isn't sad. No, I'm just kidding. Let's, let's <laughs> I mean, not get into what's a Christmas movie or not again. Speaking okay. of Christmas, where, where do we think Gladriel is when she's in, like, the snow, like, and has her, like, sword down? And, and who is she talking to there? Like, what's happening do you have any insight on that, Chris? Like, like where on Middle Earth is there, like, yeah. in the mountains or something? That, oh, yeah, that's something I really wondered myself. Uh, I think that what you have to remember is that they are, 
given themselves a lot of uh, creative creative uh, leeway to make make stories that aren't actually in there. And then, as I understand it, they can do that so long as they don't directly contradict the canon. And okay. what you're seeing here is Galadriel, in a, instead of like in a, a wise state states person mentor type of role, she's in a, in a more active role and going on quests. So we're going to see that sort of thing. But um, where specifically this is or what the quest is doesn't really say. It sounds like from what she's saying that she's trying to learn what exactly is happening with Sauron and that mm-hmm. other people aren't so concerned about that. Yeah, because she says like there's an evil or something mm-hmm. out there still. Like there'd be fought. There's evil still to be fought. So like, right. does, does everyone just assume because Mor- Morgoth has been defeated that everything's good? It's sort of like Lord of the Rings. Like, it wouldn't oh, be the, ring, the, the ring's gone. The Sauron's defeated. We're we're good. Yeah. You know, everyone's sort of living in happiness. Yeah. No. Yeah. It wouldn't be the first time they assumed that uh, the evil was defeated forever. But yeah, it's uh, after after Morgoth was defeated. In fact, Sauron uh, feigned. Uh, that he was that he was remorseful and that he was sorry and they were like well, well you've got to go out to the west and receive judgment for that and instead he goes into hiding and starts building up some power again. Huh. Mm-hmm. What's interesting about that? See, I, that's really something that I'm looking forward forward to and looking for that they're not really showing a lot of. They're just and maybe none at all because I because who's the person in the meteor? Do you think? Is, uh, right. Yeah. I, I, that, I was going to ask that. I, I don't know what's going on there. That's a person. I mean, I think, I think that that's, that's something. I think it's Sauron. That's like an angel falling from the sky kind of vibe. Kind I, of I think that they're making a visual, like John Milton type of metaphor with that with the shot. It's never described that way, but he he was known to be a shapeshifter, and he definitely in this part of the story um, he appears in a very beautiful form. So he, he calls himself Anatar, which means lord of gifts and his but his whole purpose is he wants to corrupt the elves and and, and humans of uh, middle earth so i'm thinking that what we might be looking at is the just dramatic way that he re-enters middle earth in in a new form and then we'll see him and he'll be very beautiful and seductive. so is that is that him in that shot where like there's fire like a, a man like, on, like there's like, two the, people the ground and there's like rocks floating and like there's like a fire like a lava pit and it looks like when there's a top-down shot it actually looks like the eye of sauron exactly yes i think that that's yeah it, it looks like yeah. it even looks like the eyeball yeah and i yeah. think in the uh, not this trailer but in one of the previous ones that we see that one of the harput people is, finds the meteor and and maybe is greeting him at that point maybe that's who that is the other person okay have to go back and, and find all of this yeah because there's two people and there's it's definitely <laughs> like in the, in the in the beginning like you obviously see the the meteor hit here i didn't even think that there was a person in that now that you say that i'm like oh my god that's crazy um and yeah. then it kind of comes back into it comes comes back around here is this what you're talking about like this kind of shot where they're kind of underwater there's like a battle here no uh, it's like no, it's a, it's a shot of the meteor itself from above. Yeah, oh, okay. like I'm they're sorry. all looking up. There's a there's a sh- scene in the trailer that everybody's like. There's even a teaser that came before oh, this trailer where okay. it's basically just the meteor and everyone's like yeah. looking up. And it's very ominous, like something like that's a sign, oh. right? Like things are changing, kind of, kind of vibe. And then there's a shot at the 207 mark mm-hmm. that you see yes. where it looks like the ISR on. Like it literally, like it's sort of like a like a one to one because there's a person yes. in the middle that's making the. It, that looks like a little eye slit. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So. So who could be the second wow. person in there? Because there's the person in the center, and then there's someone. 
yeah. holding well, I don't know. I don't. Where's hand? the second person? There is? It's yeah. There I, I was a right. stewardess. There was oh, a stewardess. Oh, he's reaching in and someone. He's pulling someone out or he something. Is, look. Or, or pulling. Yeah. Oh, oh that's yeah. interesting. That I just noticed clever. that. I didn't I've notice never that. Before. that yeah. Like you can barely see them in the overhead shot, but. Um, so true. Yeah, well, they like the bird feet in the necks or the dark feet. The, yeah, it's like, right, yeah. Like the dirt on the feet and stuff. It's so interesting. Like, who could survive that? Like, I think you'd have to be pretty powerful, right, to be able to like. Yeah. Just be chilling naked in a lava fireball. <laughs> like, I'm good. Just another Smiggle. Tuesday. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Fire, lava fireballs are you know you know it's a Wednesday for me. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys have a favorite shot? In this trailer? Ooh, good oh, questions, man, that's then. a good question. There's a lot of good ones. There's a lot of good I, ones. We've mentioned the, the shot that's underwater is really intriguing to me. Yeah. Especially knowing knowing the fate of, of, of Numenor and, and what happens. You know, Sauron, I mean, I don't know how spoilerific we can get here with uh, with uh, Go for it. knowledge of the books, but uh, but yeah, yeah it basically. Yeah, no, fuck the, it. The, don't spoil it. You know? yeah, yeah, if a, you want so, to look away now, chat, you can. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, uh, Sauron tries to corrupt the elves. It uh, doesn't really work that well, and he then uh, he sets his sights to the men that live in Numenor, and he is ultimately successful. He basically tricks them into um, worshiping Morgoth and, and b- believing that the, the Valar are, are their enemies. But mm-hmm. he, he basically plays on how they are jealous that elves get to live forever and humans have to die. And he tells them that if well, that if they lived in Valinor, that they would live forever, and that's why they're forbidden to go out there. Oh, basically, the, the so whole mint, island yeah. sinks into the sinks into the ocean as a result. So I think that that's she's seeing like what could happen, and then it, but it in fact does happen. What, so is that is that so? Do we think maybe uh, it's <clears throat> if we go to the one fifty nine mark, there's a man like Jesus like figure like mm. talking mm-hmm. to like a crowd of people. Is that? Do you think that's Sauron? Like, is he sort of like preaching like this wow. sort of like fight the elves like they're our enemy? And then you see like the next shot is like another human, and it might be. Is it Isindriel? Like picking up like a spear oh, and riding like out. Uh, because isn't isn't uh, Isildur? Yeah, sorry, Isildur. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think you do see Isildur, but I believe he's the fellow on the boat that sort of turns and looks over his shoulder right uh, during okay. the scene. Okay. A younger version of the, of the Sildor. So uh, this I don't think is Sauron. Uh, Sauron uh, is, I think this is a, a character called Ar Farazan, who was the last king of Numenor. Mm-hmm. And he was, mm-hmm. he, he basically, um, he, there's, there's a, uh, speaking of epic battles, uh, Sauron declares himself basically like the god of Middle-earth. And this guy wants to be the king of all Middle-earth, not just of Numenor. So he's offended and he sails the might of Numenor to Sauron and, Sauron realizes he can't. He's not. He's not going to be able to win this battle. So he sur- surrenders, and then b- within three years becomes like this guy's head counselor, and starts corrupting them from the inside wow, that way. Yeah. I think this is the speech he's giving to the Numenorians after he's already been corrupted by Sauron. And then the next shot, when you see the guy saying the past is gone, we have to move ahead. That's Elendil, who we see in the prologue of Lord of the Rings. He's also one of the figures depicted in the statue of the Argonath. Oh, okay. That's too many names. Yeah. I'm lost. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, right? So it's, it's like, it's literally, yeah, it's like, it's that's what so I'm saying. Cool. Like, man, there's like Lord of the Rings goes so deep because you're even seeing shots of like Durin, right? Like the, uh, the, um, 
uh, or, or not orc, the, um, the dwarf, well, yeah, dwarf, two dwarves, yeah. yeah. The, I think this is uh, Durin the, the third speaking to Durin the, the, the fourth. And, <laughs> what? Yeah, I know, right? Well, um, but I just love it because it, it matches like with the red hair and like the the red mm. beard. The look I mean, looks it's, just spot on. It's, it's really on. exactly like what you what we know dwarves to be in the, right. the Peter Jackson movie suit. I think this shot is really interesting too because what I think's going on here is that they're finding Mithril for the first time in Kazo Doom. No, so this is this, you get to see Moria before it's all corrupt and black and right. so do you think we'll, we'll see them dig so deep they find the Balrog? Do you think that's like part of like the because isn't that like the thing like they that would they, be pretty ambitious to, to include something like that that's not part of this main story but possibly yeah yeah I mean, there we've seen I mean, well, there was there were big creatures uh, monsters that were in the in previous teasers that we saw that we don't really know what they are so yeah there could be room for that. Yeah, it would be interesting. So, to see. Uh, I thought Mithril was like an elvish, or like, like an elvish thing. No, it's not. It's it's, it's well, something the that... elves loved it, of course. Okay, they, they did. And so, at the at this time, there were elves that lived just outside the west door of, of uh, Kaz of Doom, and they had great friendship with the dwarves, and they all were able to craft and, and make great metals and, and armor and swords and everything. But it was the dwarves that found it, and, and only in Kaz of Doom is the only place it comes from. Wow. So, yeah, it was it, it was like what does Gandalf say? It's worth ten times that gold. Yes. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Well, it's like indestructible, yeah. right? Like that's it's. It's yes, yeah, really light, really strong. Um, but yeah, they they're all they. The elves definitely love to to use it, and especially those elves, which the, that's going to be part of the story too. When Sauron first wants to corrupt elves, well, he first goes to Gilgalad and Elrond, and they are suspicious and tell them to piss off send warnings as they don't trust this guy they go out to uh, the region which is just outside of moria and, and uh, he corrupts them by saying look i know a lot about the world and i have a lot of cool tricks and let me show you how to make really things that you've never thought of making before and of course that leads to making the rings of power mm-hmm. yeah wow <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, my last question, I'm gonna, and I'll, if anybody else has questions, the chat. Um, so break down the Harfoots. Like, how do the Harfoots, because it, it opens with the Harfoots and it ends with the Harfoots. I feel like mm. it, it seems to me like the series is kind of sort of like, it, similar to like how the Hobbits were the central figures through yeah. Lord of the Rings. It seems like the Harfoots are going to be the, the sort of like the, the surrogate, the audience surrogate. Like, they don't have any idea what's going on in the larger politics or the, the scheme of things. They're just trying to, like, find a home or something. I have no idea what's happening here. But, like... Um, well, really very little is said about the Hobbits and their origins. And they, even they themselves complain that they are always got left out of the old histories. But there were three clans of Hobbits, and they all lived close to the Great River, about the place where Gollum and Smeagol finds the ring. Uh-huh. And the Harfoots and Falahides didn't migrate west and eventually settled the Shire. They don't even enter the Shire and settle it until the Third Age, so after this. So it doesn't mean that they weren't there. They're just a, a migratory, nomadic sort of people instead of like the stay-at-home kind of people that we know. Um, we honestly don't know uh, what the stories are going to be like. I think it's just an instance of we think of Lord of the Rings and we think of Hobbits. You can't do it without hobbits mm-hmm. you have to, you have to have hobbits in there in some way which okay. is completely legit <clears throat> that's interesting i guess for me like I, don't get me wrong i think the hobbits i guess had a, a purpose like frodo had a purpose right and so did bilbo right they you, you know what i'm saying they were a central figure like and they're mm-hmm. sort of like swept up mm-hmm. and surrounded by this adventure 
I just don't know. Like, this feels so epic to me. Like, with especially with Sauron and like Galadriel and Elrond being like central figures. I just don't know how these Harfoots. Like, I, I'm just conf- like, I may and maybe they'll surprise me. I just don't. Yeah. yeah. If it's gonna just like cut to like like hobbits wandering the earth and doing fun things and being like while everyone else it's, it's sort of like when you're watching that show and you're like yeah can we go back to the cool shit that's happening <laughs> over here yeah. you know not like the boring stuff that they're just mm-hmm. running around forging for and like finding a home I, I, don't, I just don't know how they fit into this uh, at this point but uh, mm-hmm. I guess that's my one kind of yeah uh, I, I mean we don't know I mean it's yeah. supposed to be that hobbits don't get involved in the, in the grand scheme of things until Bilbo finds their ring Right, and, uh, and they aren't supposed to be able to do anything that cur- that contradicts the lore. So, uh, I don't know. Ooh, okay, that's gonna be interesting. Maybe they're just there to like help or to guide or to move through an area. Because, like you say, like it starts with and then it starts with them and then it ends kind of with them in this teaser. Um, yeah. Maybe they, maybe the kind of like signifying that maybe there is just stuff. Because there is somebody that lands in a meteor really close by the Harfits. So even oh, though they yeah, may not right, be involved, right. like they would somehow be connected with that and then it's more just moving mm. through that area. Um, so maybe they're just there to help the lore. Maybe they're just there to help yeah. the storytelling. And I, yeah, then... I wonder if like there's some irony there where like Sauron, you know, takes advantage of the Harfoots or the Hobbits, the early Hobbits to like become what he is and then at the end of it, the Hobbit is what mm. takes him down, right? Like so it's sort of like there's That's some... interesting. Yeah. Um, or even if that he in, in some way um, dismisses them as insignificant. Yes. Right. And we, whereas we know later that maybe he has the chance to destroy this whole clan and just dismisses right. them. Yeah. Right. So not were important. the Harfoots written about before? Like, where were they written about? Because that's that's a new term to me. Where where were they written about? So in um, the prologue to the Lord of the Rings, there's a chapter called Concerning Hobbits and. Tolkien talks about the Harfoots, the Valahides, and the Stores being the original clans. And that's it. That's the only, There's no other story thread of them outside that mention. No, and outside of outside of that, and maybe I mean, there's some secondary material, but as far as what uh, the, these the show has to work with, it's pretty much just what's in Lord of the Rings. Just a mention. I wonder if they, who they went to to go. Hey, is this okay? Right? Are we, are, are we close? <laughs> Probably Tolkien yeah. experts. <laughs> just like the, there's so many um, experts out there that would consult on that because they did for yeah. Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings as well they had um, gone to quite a few professors and people who studied Tolkien hmm. I think Tom Shippey was originally part of the project but not anymore oh. which is yeah not really sure what the story is there but uh, well but it's lore now yeah, <laughs> yeah true right. that'd be interesting it's nice to see them I guess like they're just familiar and then I don't know if like a lot of people online are like, are they just there for the familiarity's sake? Like, are they just there as like a, you know, a, 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 an audience served, you know? Um, but I don't know. Yeah. I feel like that, like, again, I don't think anything in this is going to be without purpose. I feel like the way they've done their teaser, the way their production design looks like, um, their location design, like, or location scouting. I feel like with the scale of this and all of the money they put into it, they wouldn't have half-assed anything. Like they you wouldn't have just shoehorned in something yeah. to serve a purpose yeah, that's right. not there. Like I feel like they may like I feel like they're almost trying to compete with the quality of the production of, of Peter Jackson's, but more be like inspired by. So I feel like they would feel like they're doing a disservice to themselves and maybe the audience if they don't have a purpose for everything. If they Some don't, of the lighting was nicely. a little TV for me on the peeps. There's a couple lighting on the that was a little too TV for me. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. Um, on the on the actual happens. people I'm super themselves. Excited. 
yeah, some of the conversations, like, yeah, it's a little too TV lighting for me. I feel you. Yeah, I think there was, like, one shot for me where I was like, oh, I can tell, like, this is <laughs> CG, yeah, like, everywhere. Armor. Yeah. The guy was in armor. Like, that's good. That's good. I think, yeah, like, that's cool. You don't have to light people up when they're in conversation. Uh, <sighs> that is good. Like, I feel that like there's, there's definitely some great um, lighting moments in this, but I see what you're saying. Like, are you talking about this there's kind of scene here, like, in the in the bar? Yeah, that's hmm. this almost looks the, Witcher. The this almost looks like Witcher series for Netflix. Well, that mm. yeah. yeah, it does look Witcher. He looks great yeah. though. I'm so interested in his character. Yeah, like uh, he looks like yeah. he's got pointy as like an elf, but then I don't know mm-hmm. if he's like is he still affiliated with the elves? I don't know. And he's here in the armor. He just looks well, badass. I, always, I think he's I so o- cool. I always yeah. Yeah. Shop on how many layers of lighting are behind it. Well, I mean, it seems like, and the elves are such a big part of this. And I mean, we've seen like, I mean, what Legolas can do, right? Just on his own, like sure. he can basically take down an army, uh, mm-hmm. especially in Return of the King. Uh, I, I mean, I, I mean, just to see them fight each other, I think will be a feat in how they execute that, right? Because I feel like that's going to be a big part of this, right? Mm-hmm. There's like warring factions of elves, right, Chris? Is am I wrong? Like, um, or is that all in the prologue? No, not not of not of elves. This point, no. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, they they have some disagreements with specifically whether to or not to trust this Sauron in, in disguise character, but uh, yeah, a lot of the action centered around the, the new. But is it, well, there's uh, a shot. Yeah, this, there's a ahead. shot at two o two where they're like all rising, like there's a bunch of elves in something, and they're rising, they're raising their swords, mm-hmm. like is, is and like it's under nightfall, right? And nightfall didn't exist until after the trees fell right or well the the sun and moon exist at this point okay so yeah that the that two trees thing has got it has to be prologue or flashback, flashback. way 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 okay. back yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Mm, this is a good one all right it just seems like a call to arms I'm excited. Of some sort. Mm-hmm. take us home drew yeah uh well i mean i just want to so talk funny. about this <laughs> all day uh, yeah, uh, same. <laughs> you know after hours Couch soup Seriously, after it just, hours. Oh, that's a good idea, Steph. I, we should do it. We should do a show where we do this after each episode airs, and talk about it. We should make oh, our we'll own Lord of the Rings Lord TV of the show, Rings talk show podcast mm-hmm. t- t- talk show podcast. I, I mean, uh, listen, that's I mean, a good maybe. Idea. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just. I, you know what's so interesting? It's like Star Wars, like Lord of the Rings, like uh, like anything else. It, there's just so much like history or lore I, you know like when you really break it down and like you know even pj was like i now you've lost me we're at we're on name we're during the third is talking to during the second mm-hmm. uh, you know you're just sort of like you're like you, you you need like an appendix when you're watching the movie or watching the show it's like you they should they should they should mail everybody like a little bible mm-hmm. so you can like follow along with like you know and like look up every yeah. fucking everybody's names with like family trees and shit like that's how deep this shit goes i mean it's like it's like trying to understand like you know anything else like when you like even in the comic book world now it's like it seems to be that in depth right where you need to like the multiverse oh this person's over on earth fucking 606 and this is you know what i'm saying it, it gets that complicated and i feel that's what we all nerd out on we love that sort of like that in-depthness that 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 history and the fact that tolkien did this all on his own and now they're writers and shows that we get to enjoy that are really diving into the stuff and like I think what excites me most is what made Lord of the Rings so great is like when Aragorn and the hobbits are going past like ruins and like Aragorn's mentioning, oh, that was from the battle of whatever. Yeah. Now this, there's shows now that can like talk about, it's sort of like when uh, uh, like Obi-Wan Kenobi first meets Luke and he's like, oh, I knew your 
father from the Clone Wars. And we don't mm-hmm. know what the fuck the Clone Wars are then. You know no, what I'm saying? It's yeah, sort of true. like, we're just sort of assume that must have been badass. You were in the Clone yeah. It sounds cool. I don't know what the hell the Clone Wars are, but like your mind is right. spinning yeah. of all mm-hmm. the fucking cool things that happened here. Totally. Like yeah. when, and the same thing with Lord of the Rings when, you know, they're telling stories of, oh, that's when this, and you're like, oh man, like you just want to like, you want to see that. And now we're getting the chance, like because of, Amazon, mm-hmm. thankfully, Jeff Bezos has money of the gods and will give us this show uh, that will now hopefully answer some of those questions and get some visuals to some of that really cool stuff that we know is out there. Like like, like Chris said, like seeing the two trees is just it's kind of a giddy feeling. Went right? to space, I mean, did yeah, Lord of the yeah, Rings TV it. show. Went to space, right. did Went Lord to space, went on, <laughs> flies penis rockets. Yeah. All right. Interest. What do we What do we recommend? We recommend you guys come in today at five o'clock yeah. to mm-hmm. uh, our first master class. We're yes. going to use the anti book club. We're going to talk about writing. We're going to go over some of this world building, but more importantly, we're going to go over some basic blocks that I was given by my publishers and my editors and how to make that story as exciting as Lord of the Rings. So be there five o'clock. Five p.m. Go, PST. Where do you go get that link? In the circle link. It is, yeah. And I've just put in a, yes. um, a link here as well for anybody who's not a member on the couchsoup.com channel. Um, you can feel free to hit that link. And then as soon as you're a member, you'll get an invite to our circle community where you can join PJ in his masterclass. Yeah. Chris, any recommendations to watch? Anything you watch and read or listen to? Read the, the Akalabeth. And the chapter, it's a, the, ne- the, the penultimate chapter of the Silmarillion. It'll tell you a lot about the, what's about to happen here. Oh, it's basically that's a the great downfall of But thank you for that. Mm. <laughs> it's too many names. <laughs> <laughs> you need the audio book. Any, anybody yeah. else got something they want to reco? Um. Uh, I'll go real quick. The I, I didn't think it was going to be good, uh, but uh, it, I think it's also on Amazon. Uh, the Terminal List with Chris Pratt. I'm not the biggest. Oh, really? Chris, Is it good? Chris, oh. Chris, Chris Pratt fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's he's fine. Like I just I'm not like yeah. oh man I got to watch everything Chris Pratt's in. But uh, you know it's, it scratches the uh, if you're a Jack Ryan sort of or like any of those sort of like mm. like uh, any of that kind of uh, that type of content where it's a sort of like military esque like you know there's like a a mystery to be solved kind of vibe. Uh, it scratches that itch. It's actually pretty well executed and it it's not cheesy. Uh, and it actually. St- take some tropes that where you think it's going and it kind of flips those on its head so it's it actually surprised me as from a storytelling perspective a few times um but it's actually pretty good i'm like in episode three cool. and surprisingly uh, cool. into it no good. anything else anyone else k-pop's pretty great no no one watched black <laughs> Flo- no one blo- watched black phone that was good i no did no. I saw, oh yeah, no i actually haven't watching watching all the stuff. yeah it's, it's, good. Good. It's, it's really good mm. i enjoyed yeah. it yeah, all right. Well, there was listen. a moment where I was like, oh, oh shit. And then yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck, it got me. Please you like got this me. video. Please subscribe. Oh. Please for us do all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Indeed. And then yeah. come on over and be a mm-hmm. member of Couch Soup. There's lots of goodies for free membership or if you want to pay and send us some soup. And support the channel. Relax soup. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds weird when you say it, PJ. It sounds, I know. It sounds creepy, right? Soup. Yeah. Because like like you're Canadian? I don't know. Because like, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just look like any fucking Republican on television. I know, right? Evangelist. You should be running for office. Gotta like, love you. Ask it for You soup. will kiss me because I gave you the money. You gave me the money from my pocket, for your pocket, for my jet. I saw a whole thing right. on it last night of these people asking for money as televangelists. I was like, oh, yeah. uh, How good in stuff. God's name. 
<laughs> All right. You watch Say it. goodbye, Drew. Everybody. Uh, goodbye, everybody. Thank you. Uh, check us out, uh, like PJ said, and yes. uh, we will see you guys next week. Maybe more Lord of the Rings. Who knows? Uh, it, we just will just continue talking about this. Liars. Next week. Uh, yeah. oh, really? That's going for it, man. <laughs> yeah. Pretty little. Thank you, Chris, for joining us. Thank you so much, Chris. Yeah, Chris. Thank you. Dude, I feel like I just went to school. It was awesome. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll have you back. I'm sure there'll be more mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings trailers. And if we still have questions, uh, we will always have, have questions. You'll be back, Chris. Yes. <laughs> yes. If you'd like well, to come back. That's what I do. I'm here to talk about. All right, everybody. everybody. Have a fantastic day. Take care. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts.